Coming up today, Thomas Davidson, a veteran lawyer. And so he's a lawyer for veterans? No, he's no, he's been a lawyer since 1970. Oh, wow. So he's a veteran lawyer. He's he's veterated at it. (coughs) If you like if you like veterated lawyers or vertebrated lawyers. Be fun to find one. Inebriated lawyers. I'm thinking of anything that's aided. We're probably going to really tick off Patrick's brother. In any case, if you like lawyers. Is he a lawyer? Oh, yeah. He's a barrister. We're safe. <laughs> Patrick would probably have to explain it to him. <laughs> if you like right? this nonsense. Isn't that right, Tony? <laughs> Isn't that right, Tony? Right? Which one of us? He'll have to go through both of us. I figure start with the guy in Blaine. Fabulous. Because he takes people alphabetically. We've got to have a way. Okay, have you done this all now? No. Did they like, subscribe, and follow? No, not yet. So, so they haven't sent us anything at TITR at radio.network? No. And, and they, they haven't, haven't commented. What the hell? Omar, what are we doing here? Come on, chop, chop. We just, we just move on. Fine. This is True Really News with Scott Combs and Tony Vercanis. All the news you're about to hear is true. Really? As far as you know. I have to say all that stuff, and then you don't have to. We just move on if I just talk stupid long enough. <laughs> Fine. Visitors to the Rembrandt House Museum in Amsterdam. I didn't know there was one. Yeah, nor I. I was thinking about that. Actually learned something new. Can now bring home a new and permanent souvenir of their visit. The associate. Oh, I hope my daughter doesn't hear this. This is not any. <laughs> The Associated Press reported that tattoo artist Hank Schiffmacher and others are doing residency within the museum walls called A Poor Man's Rembrandt. You guessed it, tourists can get inked with sketches by the famous artist. Uh, According to Schiffmacher, it's anything from highbrow to lowbrow. And it's great that these two worlds can visit one another. If you're wondering, depending on what your choice of Rembrandt souvenir might be, the tattoos run anywhere from 50 bucks to $270. Well, that's not so bad. Nope. Cars, you get another duck, so the one that she's already got would be, wouldn't be lonely. Seriously? She's got tons of... She's Ducks? got ink. Yeah, but there's no theme to it. Yeah. She's got like uh, what looked like the old... um diabetic setup that riley had oh okay okay right? yeah and she has a duck some vegetable thing broccoli and no less um pineapple you know them nurses are kind of weird right i do i think late at night when you do the overnight shift yeah I'm I'm not going to no I can't. I'm not saying anything bad about nurses cuz <laughs> sooner rather than later they will have to be helping me out I'm sure. Correct. Well, let's just move yes, on. my female type nurse person in my family is a little Yeah, cuz her mother so loves tattoos. <laughs> and that's probably why she does it. I got yelled at for an hour after I let her get her first one and I didn't even know I let her get her first one. <laughs> but it was your fault. It was. Uh, The aforementioned Thomas Davidson, a veteran lawyer who's been practicing law since 1973, 
was hauled before a disciplinary tribunal over an incident at Salisbury Magistrates Court on February 7 last year. So since 73. Yeah. So he's been practicing law for 50 years. Easily. Yeah. According to to put him somewhere in his 70s. Yeah. According to the Bar Standards Board, he had been defending a client at the court in a case in front of three magistrates. His lawyers are often done. And was confronted at the end of the hearing about aspects of his behavior. As lawyers are often. The chairperson raised with him the issue of his having used a German accent during the proceedings. What? Ach, was? Well, no, just the accent. He did what? (laughs) And telling him that his conduct had been inappropriate. Mr. Davidson looked at the bench and said, Jawohl, at the same time raising his hand in a Nazi salute. The tribunal has now fined the barrister 250 pounds, handed him an official reprimand, and ordered him to pay 1,750 pounds in costs. Davidson's profile states, his areas of practice include crime, employment, family law, immigration, personal injury claims, and reenactment of famous Monty Python sketches. There, are this week's first Monty <laughs> Python reference. <laughs> and there is no way to save that salute, by the way. <laughs> no, you can No, I got that from that. Rome. Yeah, maybe, but the Yavol kind of just... <laughs> mess. You're done at that point. Employees at the... Wow. <laughs> Why did he conduct the whole thing in a German axe? I am going to go with the theory that he's in his mid-70s and... And, and lost it. Things might be loosening. <laughs> Employers of Takiria Takiria Garibaldi restaurants in Northern California. Does that ring a bell with you at all? No. Me either. It got an unusual and unorthodox perk during working hours. According to USA Today, employees testified in court that a person who identified as a priest. Really? I identify as a rich guy, but that doesn't help me out. I identify was, as smirt. Yes, and you have no regrets. I am so smart, SMRT. Who identified as a priest over there, right? Was called in to hear workers' confessions. Confess, I did a really good job on this house. The priest urged workers to get their sins out and asked employees if they had stolen from their employer, been late for work, had done anything to harm their employer, or if they had bad intentions toward their employer. This feels... Possibly not like a legitimate confession. I'm guessing the U.S. Department of Labor is thinking that, too. <laughs> I'm guessing it's a unique way for the for the company, though, to find out how how the shrinkage is occurring. And that's why you have the U.S. Department of Labor going. No, no, the Catholic Diocese, Di- Catholic Diocese of Sacramento. Michelle, tell me about them, because you lived there for a while, right? Yeah. Or in that said it could find no connection between the priest and the diocese. The hell you say? Didn't see that one coming, did you? Maybe it was the Diocese of St. Flipper. I'm guessing it was Father Serducci. I mean, come <laughs> on, he hasn't had work for years. <laughs> An investigation found that the restaurants had denied overtime pay and threatened employees with retaliation, among other sins. So once they got all those sins out, the owners were ordered to pay 140 grand in damage and back wages. Baby! I believe, I believe the theological term for that was oops. <laughs> 
Yeah, exactly. I think it's called malpractice. Backfired. This from Jessica Thompson. Hiya, fellas. Found another how the heck did that get there story for you. Uh Enjoy. Sincerely, Jessica, not Jessa Lynn from way down south in Georgia. Now I'm not sure. Is Jessica from down south in Georgia or is Jessa Lynn from down south? I am so confused. Yes, you are. Doctors were shocked to find an actual Shocked, I tell you. (laughs) To find an actual fly inside a man's intestines during a routine colon screening. You know, when you think about it, that would be a place a fly would hang out, man. Right. According to the Independent, the fly was found intact inside a 63-year-old man who told doctors he'd consumed nothing but clear liquids one day before the exam. He'd also eat pizza. He eat he ate what pizza and lettuce two days before the colonoscopy. The man didn't recall an insect being inside either dish and claimed that you know there weren't any symptoms to suggest otherwise. There's not big. Well, and how is the fly going to survive the stomach acid? It's not. It's going to no. be dissolved, right? So how to get there? Mac- Matthew Bechtold, chief of gastroenterology at the University of Missouri, told the Independent that upon seeing the fi- fly was not moving on its own or with manipulation with the scope, it was removed from the man dur- during the so, exam and confirmed to be dead. If it would have moved and been alive. Leave it. We need to study this. Oh, boy. Although Bechtold was unsure of how the insect entered the patient, he suggested that the fly was either consumed or. Nope, nope, th- no, yeah. no, 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 yep. no, 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 no. Went through the man's rectum. You, I can't hear you. Rectum hell. <laughs> if entering through consumption, you'd think the <clears throat> upper digestive enzymes and stomach acid would have degraded the fly. There However, we are the again. fly was intact, making this hypothesis less likely, <laughs> Bechtold said. If from the bottom... An opening must have been created long enough for the fly to fly undetected into the colon and somehow make its way to the middle part of the colon with no light in a very curvy large intestine. Maybe it had a map. Why does this sound Did like they a- find a little cane? Maybe he was blind and just get used to this. I, no, I'm just thinking this sounds like the the fly version of Journey to the Center of the Earth. <laughs> hey. Mervin, let's try this. Uh-uh, I ain't going in there. It's dark. Oh, come on. Nope. Go ahead if you want to. It'll be fine. Never saw him again. How was the thing open long enough for him to fly? I don't even want to go that far. Thanks. I'm so. guessing crawling. It, I hate you. In an office building in Durham, North Carolina, because they have them there. Yeah. Nine scientists are hard at work at Duke University's Smart Toilet Lab. Duke University's Smart Toilet Lab. Well, that, I don't know, does that drag one down or lift the other up? <laughs> I don't know, but it's yeah. going to give a whole new meaning to the word dropping a Duke. According to the Deuce. Oh, yeah, well, Deuce, whatever. Yeah. The news and a... I'm sure the Duke family is very happy. The I News and Observer reported Sonia Grego told the paper that she and her colleagues are addressing the very serious health problem, gut health. Yeah, so like, no. that's what they're addressing. The toilets yeah. in the lab move the poo into a specialized chamber before flushing it away. To what, interrogate it? 
Well, cameras are placed there for imaging process, image processing, and the resulting data can give doctors insight into a patient's gut health. All right. The startup company Coprata is testing pilot versions of the smart toilets in a few dozen households. After all the data is gathered, users can access it themselves on their smartphone app. What are you doing? Just checking on some sheets. <laughs> I look some stuff up. The See, this is, they're gonna, they're looking for gut health, and I'm thinking they should probably find a way to prevent flies, like little screens or something. <laughs> the knowledge of people's bowel habits, says Grego, <laughs> empowers individuals to make lifestyle choices that improve their gut health. I wonder if the screens would make your farts whistle. <laughs> hey. Hadn't thought of that, had you? Hmm. Interesting. But stupid. <laughs> yeah. This is true. Really news. Send email to TITR at netradio.network. <laughs>